What's this? What's this? It's the Content Breaker Podcast. It's good to see y'all. I am the Zog before Christmas. <laughs> and joining me today is Kel's Humbug. We got Spoopy Static and Strange is all year round. <laughs> How y'all yeah. doing? We're talking about the Nightmare Before Christmas. How? How does he do it? <laughs> My I don't God. know. I'm blown away every single time. I'm like, I so... lack the creativity. Honestly, I'm I'm always impressed. He just needs to write the intro for everyone. That's <laughs> right. I don't write no. these. I literally just the moment I do it, I think of I might think of one gag beforehand, but then I just go for it. <laughs> the secret is if he wrote them all, then his wouldn't be the fucking best. Uh, true. true. Just like this movie, if every Halloween was Christmas, then and why the fuck have Santa? We know why. Because you need Santa. But. That just reminded me of like some movie where it was like, if there was no change, then there would be no butterflies. And I don't know where that saying came from, <laughs> but that's the same vibe you gave me, and it made me just as uncomfortable. If there was no chains, there change. couldn't be two of them. Change, <laughs> like Michael Jackson change. Boats two by two chains. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Does it even fork? Uh, Does this movie fork? Bro. <laughs> um, but what is what is the nightmare before Christmas? It is a wonderful claymation movie uh, written and produced by Tim Burton. And it's got his fingerprints all over it. Uh, Skeleton fingerprints? No, just the weird ones. Oh, okay. What? Uh, <laughs> music done by Danny Elfman, who does basically all of Tim Burton's <laughs> uh, movies. And uh, let's see if I remember... I don't think Tim Burton produced this, even though he did produce it. I don't think he directed it, even though everyone thinks he directed the movie. No, yeah. it was directed by Henry Selleck. That's the guy. Is he related to Tom Selleck? I don't know, bro, but the you know, the history of the internet can tell me. Um he's he's known for directing other stop motion stuff like Coraline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um it looks like he's also directed James and the Giant Peach. Um, All of this makes sense, yes. You know, <laughs> stuff like... Frank and Norman, um, maybe. Frank? Yeah. Frank and it's, it's a bunch of stuff. You know, he's 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 a big part of the animation from, like, the 90s. Um, you know, which yeah. is cool. It's cool to yeah. see, like... For me, it's interesting to dive in and, like, learn about these people who have hands on different products and, like, see their influences. And, you know, you got the big name Tim Burton... But like to go deeper and like yeah. understand who who else is behind it. Yeah, no, shout out my wrist. Yeah, shout out my stove. I regret everything because <laughs> <laughs> only you and I comprehend what you're saying here. But it's pretty great. <laughs> no, um, this is one of those things where you like you glance at it and it's like, is this a Disney movie? Is it not a Disney movie? Disney thinks it's a Disney movie. Disney clone. Touchstone Pictures is a company owned by Disney, 
So oh. yes, it is a technically is a Disney movie, but when it first came out, Disney wanted their name nowhere near this thing <laughs> because of how creepy and spooky all the Halloween stuff is. I mean, here's a skeleton dressed up as Santa handing you a Christmas present. Ah, sh- surprise! The the present's <laughs> a severed head, <laughs> a shrunken severed head, f- complete voodoo style. That sounds. Like Sony, when they thought Marvel Spider-Man Homecoming was going to flop and they were like, yeah, just brand the brand the hell out of it as Marvel. And it did actually good. And they're like, we want it back and we want a bunch of money. And Marvel's like, fuck you. We did all this work. Well, I mean, Santa did not, in fact, put a fat rabbit on a Craftmatic. So it's definitely in the range of Disney. Yes. Okay. He like, indeed did not do that. Yes. Um, there was no baking involved in Santa's workshop but yeah so this is the controversy with this it's not who it belongs to disney or whatever it's is this a christmas movie or is this a halloween movie can it be both no it's a halloween movie uh excuse me i mean based on based on the fact that we've talked about rise of the guardians being holiday agnostic yes um this is two for one you can watch this shit twice in a year and it still be acceptable. It's, you know, it's I mean, not quite peak watch any holiday like the Iron Giant. The Iron Giant is a, any type <laughs> of holiday movie. This is, this is pretty close with two holidays, but. I'll say, yes. or if you want to go the extra mile, which y'all might look at me like I'm weird. Hold on. See, already it's happening. I can tell. Well, Start it on Halloween. Pause it. Go back, watch the other half on Christmas. There you go. Problem solved. You're like, for the next 45 days, we're going to watch like (laughs) one, you know, 45th of a movie incrementally every day. It's like a fucking, like a tear off calendar. Sorry. Just like, you know, watch 60. We're going to play the next minute (laughs) every day. We're not even going to finish a song. (laughs) Yeah, man, watch 67.3 seconds and stop this shit till tomorrow. (laughs) So, sir, I need you you to answer this question for me, honestly, Uh Strange. Go ahead. Have you done this before? No. Okay, because I'm not going to lie. I was going to judge you if you told me there's a movie that you start and then you wait for an increment of time. And then play the second half. That's like saying, yeah, I watched Lord of the Rings until they get to like I, I right before Gandalf says you not sh- you shall not pass, I pause and then I do the not shall pass part the next year. Nah man. That's like watching Lord of the Rings up until the point where they like almost leave the Shire and then you wait. And it's like I waited for this long to get to like some action. What the fuck am <laughs> no, I doing? You gotta do it real time. Real time. <laughs> real time. You got okay, real time. So start no. Pokemon 2000, right? Or yes. no, sorry, start Pokemon the first movie. Like when Mewtwo is leaving the thing, and then don't touch it again for five more years until <laughs> he catches up. There the you present go. Time You're getting still the idea. Joy, and then wait the three days that the Pokemon are crossing the ocean to get to the island. This movie is a ten year journey. 
God, all I'm saying is we could start this right now on the podcast. This is the best worst idea we've ever had. <laughs> sure, why not? Let's do it. I like. I'm, I'll put it on the calendar right now. Okay. Strangest <laughs> weird plan about life. Yep. But starting. Yep. Sure. But but speaking of holiday movies, this is both a Halloween and Christmas movie. It has to be right. Um. So no. what's your take on this? What's your take on this? It is one of the few movies that I'm just like, ooh. Yes, I watched this during Christmas. This is a something celebrating Christmas I am about. So if it's not a Christmas movie, then my that list just got shorter. And I'm pretty sure I can still just fit it on one hand. I feel it. Die it's Hard. Like, um, Top Gun. Um, Top Gun. No, Die Hard Gremlins. Yeah. Um, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. Evangelion. <laughs> um, that's a that's a Home every, Alone. It's, no one, no one hates Home Alone. You hate Home Alone. I got issues with you. So I don't even, don't Home even. Alone one hate, is, hate isn't the, the word day. I would use, but first it's day. also one of those that I'm just like, I'm only watching this if people are around and they really want to watch it. By the but way, better than like Merry freaking Christmas and Happy Holidays to all the Content Breaker fam out there. Yay. Yeah. Merry Christmas the, and thank you, Dainta. To- yes, <laughs> yeah. mine is in the on wash. The shelf. Yeah, mine's mine one's yes. in the wash too. So yeah, yeah, I can go get it. But I haven't <laughs> poured anything in it yet. And Next I'll time, pour my sake in there on New Year's and make bad life choices. Hell yeah! So weird Halloween movie that's themed around some dude loving Christmas named uh, Jack. Jack well, Skellington. Like because, because. Pumpkin King. Pumpkin. Yes. Put the respect on it. Sorry, the Pumpkin King. <laughs> yeah, you, you. you gotta say it, though, with, like, some gusto. The Pumpkin King. Jack, they, the Pumpkin King. Well, almost. And yeah, suddenly I A good it. try, I guess. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> hailed the Pumpkin Song. He's, I'm gonna be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. He's, like, number three in Pumpkin Warriors in my life. Because you got <laughs> the one from Fairly Odd Parents Wait, who I didn't was... Wait, there was one. What? Pumpkin Yes. King. Okay, so we're going down this. You got the Pumpkin King from Fairly Odd Parents, that episode, the Halloween the special. Pumpkinator? Pumpkinator, yeah, Pumpkinator. Then you got Jack from Billy and Mandy, that Pumpkin Lord. Okay. And then you got yeah. this one. And then you got, like, close contenured James with a giant peach because it's a fruit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's orange. orange. These are the four apostles of Doomsday in the holiday time. (laughs) 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 This was a fun movie. Oh, gosh. Um, I get that not a lot of people like this movie. Or at least they watch it and they go away just being like, me, it was all right. But I don't know, man. The fact that Jack goes through this existential crisis. Mm -hmm. Throughout the whole movie, just trying to figure out where what he actually wants to do because he's grown tired of the monotony of doing the same thing every freaking year. Nah, I I kind of feel for this. <laughs> I like it. That's it, fair, bro. That's fair. It, it is really easy to kind of get stuck in a rut um, in life, and that's kind of what like this whole movie is about. And I think you're underselling it when you say some people don't like it. There's a cult following for this. There's so much merchandise the, for this. It movie does come out every year. Yes. But um, 
Yeah, I I mean, I've been there. I've especially been at a job that, you know, I was at for a long time and I'm just like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, gotta do something else. Gotta, you know. Did so I miss I, something? I definitely feel that. Did I miss something? No, I, he you? was like, I've been at a job that I need to like change and I'm like, this one. Yeah, how did we start talking um, about that? Okay, well, because Jack, and- Jack is like the, the pumpkin king, but he's oh. like... Yeah, the whole the whole story about Jack like okay, wanting okay, okay. I thought, something different. Okay, so in my mind, I heard Zog talking about how like some people don't like this, and he's like, "Yeah, I fucking hate my job." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just like Jack. I'm so tired of this shit. I was like, "I must feel have missed it, something." Me and Jack like, resonate on a real. Zog's like, "I'm point. my own pumpkin king." I just, just, man, I just like, so tired we of this over that shit. I was like, "I feel you, strange." This is not the time. Like, okay, just okay. I missed. I missed that part. I was like. What? It's like some so, people don't like this. I hate my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like just like Jack Skellington's. So, like I got to say, my favorite quote of this entire movie, and I'm going to misquote this shit cuz I heard it one time. Lord. It's like 6 or 7 minutes in, we're done with the intro song. Jack's all, you know, skulking away, tired of this of this Halloween bullshit. And he walks by like the three piece jazz band, and he's and then like the saxophone player is like, "Good looking Bone Daddy," and I'm like, "That is my favorite quote, Bone Daddy." And I'm like, "Bro, yes." That's it. Uh, that, I love that's that. There, there's that a lot of good. humor in this movie. For me, it's uh, like when he's sitting on the rock and he's like, "What's the point?" I'm like, "I feel that." Yeah. I mean, he has an entire song to it called Jack's Lament. Yeah. Where he's just lamenting everything that he's uh, just stuck in. The fact that it's gone from, eh, I love doing this, to I, I enjoy my job. All the way down to, oh my god, my life is so depressing. When the fuck is something different going to happen? I feel that. Um... Yeah, no, there's a lot of, like, adult, like, okay, not adult in that way, but there's a lot of heavy, like, you know, themes in this that as, it's one of those things that you can watch when you're younger, and then, like, Strange said, pause it at 10 minutes and 48 seconds and come back (laughs) when you're 26, Um, because it hits (laughs) twice, it's a lot of double entendres, like, yeah, you know, I just want a happier holiday to, like, I just want a new routine in life. I just want to be happy. And I'm going to experiment with something new to try and make me happy. Like Jack does. He's like, you know, maybe I'm going to try Christmas. Maybe this is my thing. And there's trials and tribulations of that. And then he's like, maybe nothing's my thing. Maybe I'm just going to be miserable forever. Nah, but, but Sally, but Sally was like, oh shit, bro. I see the flaws in your game plan and I'm trying to like commute. I'm trying to tell you mm-hmm. pumpkin King, you're the motherfucking pumpkin King, bro. You're not fucking Santa Claus. Like you're not Sandy Claus, Sandy bro. Claus. You're not Sandy Claus. You're the pumpkin King. And this is not going to shake out like you want it to. Yeah. That's why you always it, get yourself a good woman. And then don't listen to her. So you can learn yeah. your lesson the hard way. Yeah. In what order to teach him the le- <laughs> teach anyone a good lesson, you get just gotta shoot him with a rocket, hit them straight in the face with that rocket. 
And they miraculously survive somehow. Yes. True. <laughs> I mean, the pumpkin we all watch Rocket Power. You know, we know what it is. It is what it is. You know. Anyway, but yeah, um, we are fighting dreamers. Different show, different show. Sorry, but Uh, what would you guys say that the moral and lesson of Doctor Nightmare Before Christmas is? (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering where you were going with that. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you how much sleep I had. What would you, good doctor, recommended? What would you think the story and and moral of the doctor making Sally and then like keep cooping her up and then making a new um, monstrosity that is like half him? Like, what's the moral of that story? I feel like men try and play a higher power, which eventually results in demise and utter annihilation of them. He shall be destroyed by his own hubris. Yes. He wanted to fuck himself. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> already seen that story That's what yet. I got out of uh, that. <laughs> uh but but no to more to the moment of the overall plot. Like, yeah, what's the like uh, what's the story of Nightmare uh, Before Christmas? If it talks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. It's a pumpkin game. Quack. Just with because just because you're unhappy with things at the moment doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing. Uh you sometimes you just gotta try something new to get a better perspective on what you have been doing. But Definitely. don't be stealing someone else's Thunder, <laughs> yeah. entire life's work. Be yourself, yeah. Don't let thirty six ounces. Don't let your temporary sad feelings make you a dick. <laughs> yeah, don't be a fucking poser just because yeah. you have a midlife crisis. It know that thirty six um, ounces are in a brick. I don't understand. Uh, I think it is definitely like a grass, like is greener on the other side kind of thing. I mean, like, you know. There's no grass. There's no, no grass. There's it's no winter grass. and it's death. But it definitely <laughs> but yes, gave yes. Jack a new perspective. Like, hey, what I'm doing was great and I'm really good at doing it. So I'm going to keep doing it. And that's what makes me happy. You know, what's this? What's this? The ba- famous, ba- 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 the famous poet, ba- 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 Big Sean said, Grass isn't green on the other side. It's green where you water it. And this movie is a whole <laughs> example of that. Like, I agree with you, Strange. Like, grass or death in Halloween can be what you want it to be as long as you make it shine. I think Hannah Montana said that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, to, to quote. That was iCarly. Sorry. <laughs> Of course. To quote no, the Wu Tang. Sorry, the crappy oh eye guy. Victorious. Sorry. <laughs> to, to, to quote the Wu Tang, cash rules everything around me, cream, get cash the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all, which in fact is exactly how our main villain of this entire story proposes his situation. Oogie Boogie, <laughs> the Oogie Boogie man. Pitch is back. He's a gambler who doesn't play fair. And he has like a very, like, good voice actor. Like, oh yeah, no, definitely his, his, his whole voice shtick. acting is great. Yeah, oh, like solid voice acting in this whole movie. By the way, um, shout out to the cast. But Boogeyman, like Boogeyman, just kind of sold the show with his like over the top like black preacher type. <laughs> I don't really Kenny know. Page, Kenny like, Page is I got, awesome. I got like. 
Cajun gambler, personally, but yeah. definitely. Like, you got <laughs> um, Mr. What's his name? Dude from the other side, from Princess and the Frog. Oh, I, gosh, I'm I, don't lost, I don't remember. Sorry. The Princess of the Frog, bro. Dr. Bougier. <laughs> Something. I don't know. I'm, but yeah, I'm he was a Cajun gambler. That's why I say that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay, cool, cool. But, um, no, I would. So, yeah, Boogeyman is the big bad. He's trying to, like, take over now that Jack is being dumb. Um, which is another lesson as well. Like, when you slack on your stuff, someone's coming from the coattails to ride on it. You know, like. So many you, life lessons in this movie. <laughs> yes. It could this, be a Disney this movie. This very simple movie. <laughs> wow. Like, if you don't want it, someone else does. So, so I gave it to her. Don't play yourself. Yes. Um, sorry. <laughs> AO technology start playing in my head. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. So yeah. Like in terms of like I'm I'm trying to figure out where Kells came from at this point. I feel like I'm trying to expand upon. But uh, that's it. That's exactly your point though. Like yeah. Oogie Boogie Man's got Santa Claus. Yeah. He's got Sandy Claus, man. So like yeah. he gonna come for Jack's position while he's playing. You know, Christmas, Halloween Town is Oogie Boogie Man's now. Mm-hmm. So what you gonna do? You gonna come back? Too bad your spot's taken. Someone's in your parking spot, fool. But um, <clears throat> so what else did you like get from watching this movie and other things? Other, th- <laughs> well, for one thing, never trust the kids. D- those trios, shock, lock, and barrel. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's anything I learned from Kingdom they Hearts. They were boogies, kids. They loyal to boogie. Never should have trusted them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't trust kids. Man, um. <laughs> man, speaking of that, like, definitely, like, three quarters of what I know about this movie come from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> they do it so incredibly well. And they, they you know, they make, they make Sora with a new outfit change. He fits well with, like, the world. But definitely, like, that's a lot of the experience. And that's kind of why Kingdom Hearts works. I can't believe this came out when Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. Like, because this was Kingdom Hearts 2, 1993? Right? No. <clears throat> that's like, when this, this came well out? Before. This came out yeah. in 1993. Yeah. This is, this is, yeah. Dang. <laughs> this is old-ish, bro. This is older than us. So this was in Kingdom Hearts 2, though, right? That's the one that was in, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. So I don't know why I thought this movie was, like, a newer than it was. I feel like it's because no, all the stop motion oh, oh. craze came out then. So I associate this movie uh, coming out with that stuff. This one was kind of the start of the stop motion craze. Bro, there's a ludicrous number of like the pro- production wise, right? So this is a stop motion combined with some traditional animation yeah. uh, facets like the ooky spooky ghosts and stuff like that. Um, and and stop motion in itself is insane. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy like, amount of work, yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Like the volume of work it goes into making a stop motion uh, feature film. Like this isn't like fifteen minutes. Yeah. This is an hour. This and is like days. Yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it was like three years total of just f- doing the small movements to film this thing. Oh yeah, now I watched. Yeah. Um, Kubo. I don't. I don't count the prep time. <laughs> I watched the. Um, Behind the scenes of Kubo and the rings, ten rings, I think, or something. Two I'll strings. Another two strings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of confused with Shang Chi. Kubo um, and the ten rings. <laughs> but Kubo 
and the two strings, and I watched the behind the scenes, and that was crazy. And they had all these big machines and just everything going into it. I was like, yo, stop motion yes. is crazy. But, bro, there were over 400 Jack Skellington heads alone made for this film to be able to do all manner of emotions and, like, mouth shapes. It is a ludicrous, like, (laughs) project in general to conceive managing. You say that. I just expect Ludacris to be involved with the production of this movie somewhere. I'm just like, did he sponsor this? And the first time you're like, Ludacris. I'm like, Ludacris was in this? <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. Nah, man. It's, it's, he's only on uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, the remix. Oh, yeah. The Superior. When, like, um, clay, claymation just is incredible. Like, it looks good. It just takes so much effort to do it. I think that's why not a lot of studios do it. That's why literally only one studio currently, Leica, is doing it. It's a very technical and very mm-hmm. expensive process. And a lot of people oh, don't appreciate it. Yeah. It's true. Very much so. All movies and media and all that is kind of a gamble. You never know mm-hmm. how successful it's going to be. And you got to spend a lot of time <laughs> working on this stuff just for one weekend to go bad. It not a whole lot of studios want to take that risk. Yeah, like unless you're, you know, a Disney. Even Disney really didn't want to. That's why they put this in front of Touchstone. But you think about it, like how many companies today? I don't think I've ever recalled a DreamWorks doing a stop motion. I don't think nope. Disney themselves have ever technically done one. Um, granted, they did front the money for this one, but at the same time, you know, no one's gonna make that risk, and because. Kubo and the two strings. Yes, Kels. I will. I will have you know, the Chicken Run from two thousand oh, yeah, yeah. was a DreamWorks movie. True, it's true. That was stop motion. I and was the like, on the sure there's one. I thought they were animated. They were sort of stop motion. Nope, they stop were stop motion. motion. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take back what I said. Uh, what some uh, studios will do is they'll do three D animation, except just make the models and everything look a little more stop motion. But you can typically tell. Aren't yeah, we getting Chicken Run too? No, that no, was a rumor a long time ago. But I never, was, I haven't yeah, seen anything for it. So hmm. I, don't I don't know. Could still be a thing. I mean, it's stop motion. I pray not. To be I mean, halfway through working on it. Like many many studios have tried to recreate the stop motion thing. Like I know uh, the Lego movies, um, the newer ones that came out. Are a good example because it's all animated, but they try to replicate the stop motion feel, and it works pretty well. Like, yeah, they do a great job. Lego movies are bomb. Which, which that's that kind of like, how do we replicate a feeling that comes from a different type of medium, right? And you know, we we see this with uh, Megalobox and like going back. It's it's all digitally animated as everything is nowadays. But like it's trying to revive the feeling of hand-drawn cell animation, right? Mm-hmm. And the same way with like the Lego movie. The Lego movie is trying to like recreate this stop feeling motion, yeah. of stop motion with like real like characters and real parts and pieces in the physical world from an entirely digital workspace. And they do it so well because, you know, you learn and you do, and there's been plenty of stuff that hasn't worked. We've learned from it. But with Nightmare Before Christmas, 
we've got one of like the pinnacles mm. of stop motion. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we've got we got um, y'all have mentioned it, Shaun of the Sheep. Bah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> which is a great British uh, mm-hmm. technique and and style of stop motion. Uh, but this is entirely not that. True, true. Um, a lot of praise for the stop motion, and I feel like there should be more stop motion. I also feel like there should be more holiday crossover movies. I feel like we should get a Arbor Day, President's Day movie. Like, it's like the Lorax if Abraham Lincoln was in it. No, hear me out, hear me out. So it is I mean, he slays the Arbor Day. Watch it. So the movie is... Like, there's basically these kids, think like Schoolhouse Rock, Cyber Chase kids, who are like trying to figure out what's the importance of these random days. And they're like, what does Arbor Day mean? Well, because we're dying because of global warming is all this crap. That's what Arbor Day means. Oh, well, what does President's Day mean? And then, like, they started continuing because the arbors of the universe are like, there was a president who killed the Saint Arbor which is George Washington when he cut <gasps> down the cherry tree. No. See? And then there's a bridge through time to go back and stop it. Yo, God, I should not have said this on the podcast because this could be a multi-million dollar movie right now. And we're just I was like, like, this sounds amazing. It out there. Nah, man, I'm not high enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have to go and write this. Look, Don't look. worry. Bro, bro, imagine Abraham Lincoln in the future. Hot Arbor Day, and he's just fighting these fucking trees that are coming he's for killing vengeance. Ants because he and that's killed how, the that's ant how king. he makes his no, that's how no. he makes his log a cabin, right? No, yes, that's not how he the ants, bro. <laughs> this is coming. I am tree beard. No, look forward to this. Twenty twenty three. Look forward to oh, a script. That is not enough for time this. for this shit. No, I said a script. I'm, I'm not uh, playing myself. I'm scared. Like man. I'm take a whole year to write three pages. It's coming. You know, the, you know what this reminds me of we, um, the Fairly Odd Parents episode where the founding fathers came out and like Benjamin Franklin was like controlling the weather, what like, the kite and everything. That's what Benjamin Franklin's gonna come out of there. He's gonna be the mage. He's gonna be like lightning. Okay, like I vaguely remember what you're talking about, but like at the same time, I need to go back and rewatch this because is this like this isn't a Power Hour? Is this a movie? Is this the I, one movie? Channel was, Chasers? Wait, no. <sighs> All I'm saying, Benjamin Franklin, father of Black Lightning. What? <laughs> he was into some freaky shit like electricity. Oh, I thought and and he and took this a different way of ladies in like color sleeping with his like slaves and and that's what I thought. Um, but yes, you ain't wrong either way. My, yeah, my bad. My bad. No, you good. You good. No, it's fine. It's cool. We're cool. We're cool here. Everything's cool. Um. <laughs> Damn. So Black Nightmare Lightning. Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, which holidays would y'all want to see combined since you're just going to hate on my idea over there, Kels? <laughs> no, I love um, I love the idea. Hey, man. He contributed. Didn't, <laughs> hey. Okay. Okay, if I've got to make up some holidays to combine into a, like a Wonder Twins movie. Fuck, what are holidays? How do they work? Um, it's gonna be Labor Day and Black Friday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. A day you get off for working your ass off and a day to waste all the money you've made for working your ass off. So but, I don't know. Don't ask what happens. Okay. 
But like, yeah, someone should make a movie combining those two ideas. Yo, I've got it. You have these two districts, the labor district, which works all the time. And then you have the black district, which does nothing. So they're always in the black. And then these two kids want to change everything. So they like go to the other one. And then they start a war because they go to reclaim back their people from each one. I got it. Good idea, Kels. Great, man. I'm glad somebody can make sense of this shit. I, I love y'all. <laughs> oh my god. The third one, um, strange. I don't know why I always forget your name. It's only <laughs> your like handle, not like your actual name, but like I forget what your handle is. It's really strange. Yeah. Is that offensive if I call it a handle? No. no it's, it's an okay. online handle. It's, that's what you have been watching eighty six too much, okay? So All right. Handler three. No. Fourth of July versus New Year's. Cinco de Mayo. Oh, New Year's. Whose fireworks are bigger? The birth of a nation versus the birth of a new year. Who will rise out on top? Find out this summer. God versus America. (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about par for the course for this country. Damn. One's getting drunk and the other one's getting drunk. Here, here. I was on a boat on the 4th of July. Never again. Bro, I remember that. You were there too, weren't you? That was the worst. I'm sorry. I left you on the white people boat. (laughs) (laughs) Never again, Kai. Never again. I was on a different boat. Oh. I think Zog was on that boat. I missed out on the 4th of July boat? I don't ever remember being on a boat. I went pontooning on a boat. Who was that other person? Uh, I don't think it was. That's be. a problem. That's a problem for not Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, yes. So yeah. I'll give you had to pick two holidays. What holidays would you have? Uh, I have no idea how to make this one work, but uh, Easter and Thanksgiving. Ooh. Which one are we eating first? The turkey <laughs> or the rabbit? <laughs> Oh it's nothing God. but a hot, would, it's nothing but a hunting movie. <laughs> that would be the greatest, which we've we've kind of done it with the you know rabbit season, duck season thing. Chicken run, yeah. But like, imagine dragons, like Sorry. like the world's deadliest like game. You know the one where like the people wind up on the island and yeah. they're hunting humans because it's like Lost. the world's dangerous. Uh, but like yeah. instead of like humans hunting humans, it's like turkeys getting revenge. On all the uh, the rabbit and there'll be the rabbit and the turkey make a bet on how many humans they can kill. Oh my gosh! And the humans That'd will find scary. all like, all the eggs, and there's like you know a, a, ch- a percent chance or whatever that the you eggs are grenades. Pop an egg open and it, like explodes, or like is actually something useful because See, this is like B horror man. <laughs> my mind oh, is so twisted. Amazing. I went somewhere completely different. This became a zombie horror movie of the turkeys coming back to life. On Christmas or on Thanksgiving, because he has risen on Easter, the turkeys rise up and come back to life <laughs> and become mega chickens. This sounds like a better version of Thanksgiving, so <laughs> I'm here for it, bro. Man, we need. I was not therapy. prepared for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he mean what? He he's risen. <laughs> 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 Be not afraid. (laughs) And they'll all look like that turkey Digimon, the one, the rooster one. 
Yeah. Yeah. The one that looks like Foghorn Leghorn on crack. Yes. You are. <laughs> oh no. That's exactly oh, what no. they'll look like. Holy so, shit. Man. Yeah. Um Rabbit's not hiding eggs this year. So it's back to Nightmare Before Christmas and getting away from our current <laughs> nightmares. Um <laughs> Tim Burton has expressed that he will not make a sequel for this. Any OVAs or any other things that come with. So, how do y'all feel about that? Do y'all like want more Nightmare Before Christmas, or how do you feel uh, about that? I mean, based off I'm those fine. movies we just came up with, <laughs> I would like more ideas like this. And honestly, yes. I do like The Nightmare Before Christmas. I do want more stuff from it. But at the same time, I don't know what more can come from this. And I've seen enough season two spoil everything that came before it that I'm willing to just accept it as it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like it should live and go in the singular, you know, like I feel like this could be, you know, we could get a Toy Story phenomenon where I will watch every Toy Story because they all hit and I'm excited to see Lightyear. But we could get a little mermaid where every other single one is trash. No offense to her daughter, who was trash. I mean, um, full offense, yes. What's that? Full offense. Yeah, but we'll most likely <laughs> I mean, probably get the in between like the Aladdin sequels where they're like, okay. But nowhere near as good as the first. I'm fine with it just being a standalone. If we would it be cool, I guess, to see the other seasons, maybe, no. but I don't see how you can make a movie about that. So I'm I mean, we just had a bunch of ideas about movies we can I mean, make well, with that premise. I meant like <laughs> Wow, you know, he didn't even listen. I did. I'm just talking about the other <laughs> like holidays in the like the little tree area, like in that specific world. He's Not like, I don't want up. Pitch Black to have like other holiday options. I don't want him to be a good guy. We already seen this, man. Guardians of the Guardians was stupid. But I mean, I kind of agree. Um, you know, it being a standalone thing, it being like complete. Something, you know. something complete. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like you know that that has its merits like it's good on all of disney it, everything disney has its touch on like it's to a point it becomes just let's milk the shit out of this we're that. gonna we're gonna make more of this because the children want it <laughs> Star Wars if they Star don't Marvel. we're gonna make it anyways so like for for this to be a show that they finally put their name on um and like is a complete story and you know is so successful with the merch continuously and like as a concept i think it's it's good that it can just exist as it did in 1993 and like tim burton can go on and do other weird shit yeah like, what I she's know, been doing fucking batman or like no edward more. scissorhands or like I don't know what's the other one Sweeney Todd, Sweeney Todd just, yeah. Alice like, in Wonderland, any Corpse Bride. Yeah, just do other weird shit. Just go be and, friends you know, with have Johnny in the Depp. Back. <laughs> he is. That's how we got half these movies. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, done. I think that's all the consensus that this just needs to be a one and done, as it has been for the past twenty 
eight, 29 years. Um, so moving on to thoughts on the characters and the stories. Like, do we have a favorite character? Do we have someone we hate? Um, do we have someone that we wish was in a different movie? You know, um, I feel like my favorite character is probably Boogie um, or Homegirl, just because she's going through it. Sally? Yeah, Sally. Yeah. Or the dog. You just naming all the characters. Zero. <laughs> Zero, yeah. Sorry. I'm just, just naming all the characters. It's one of those three. You know? It was either Boogie, Jack. Sally, or Zero. Kind of, yeah. I just really, Jack was just too pretentious for me. I'm just like, how dare you? So that's that's me. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Zog, your favorite? Uh, Honestly, there were a bunch of little gags that I liked for, from this one that just encompass the characters, like the mayor being two-faced. Yeah. Uh, and as much as, <laughs> as much as I distress and hate those little shits, the um, kids, Lock, Shock, and Barrel, I think their names are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boogie All kids. Names. Yeah, they do have a really fun song that I like, uh, which is about kidnapping a guy. Yeah, yeah, all that. It is quite Kidnap catchy. I can't the Sandy Claus. There you go. Uh, <laughs> any one character doesn't really stand out much to me, except for maybe Sally. But at the same time, she doesn't really. She is trying to tell Jack, hey, let's maybe not do this. Let's maybe like pull it back a bit and not be the bad guys here. But she doesn't actually stop him. She doesn't really do enough. I'm just like, yeah, no, I really like you. It's mostly the whole premise of everything that I like. Yeah, that's that's fair. I agree. That's cool. That's cool. Um, What about you, Kels? How you feel? What's your favorite? Who's your least favorite? We've already talked about this. <laughs> the Axeman, Bone Daddy, <laughs> like that that shit, man. No cap, I absolutely love. I absolutely love him hitting that lick, Bone Daddy. Like that's fair. I love it. It there there shit. is nothing that you know. It's great. It's fun time. Um, also, as you said, Oogie Boogie, same vibe. You know, he did hit the Bone Daddy lick, but you know, whatever. Yeah, he's. Maybe it's because he's an old dude with dreads. I just feel like <laughs> I relate to him, probably. Like the the voice actor or like Oogie Boogie. The voice actor, yeah. But like, okay, yeah. so I'm like Oogie Boogie. Don't got no hair. Yeah, <laughs> so my name Ken Page. It's the voice actor for him. So like, shout out to Ken Page for being Oogie Boogie. Yeah, man. Um, what about you, Strange? Who are you, who are you here for? Well, I mean, I'm pretty much agreeing with you guys, but I actually do <clears throat> like the side characters, though, like the mayor, uh, the the guy with the weird mouth thing. I don't know. That was cool. I just uh, the side characters are, you know, I know it's Halloween, but they are kind of a colorful set of uh, background characters that you just see a little bit here and there, but their designs are pretty good. That's fair. That's fair. I would agree. I will give you that. That's her least can't. favorite. I don't really have a least favorite. Um, yo, did you know that, elf that the Ken Bear? I, I hate the kids. Real, <laughs> real. Did you know that Kim Page, who voiced Oogie Boogie, also voiced King Gator in All Dogs Go to Heaven? I did not wow. know that, but that makes sense. Makes sense. Now you, 
I can't. <laughs> I can't. Um, but yeah, um, there's an integral part of this movie, right, Zog, that you can't really overlook. The music? Yes, <gasps> the music. It is a musical, so yeah, I would hope you <laughs> kind of hard to get away from it. it. It's actually one of those that when they were making the film and writing everything out, Tim Burton would go to uh, uh, the guy writing the songs, Danny Elfman, yeah. who, uh, and just explain like what the characters were going through. And then Danny Elfman would just be like, okay, I'm starting to get something, starting to get something. Okay, stop, get the hell out. Let me do this. I'll come back to you tomorrow. <laughs> Write an entire song in a day. And that's basically how they ended up forming the whole script. Yeah. So you can just listen to the soundtrack in order and get the whole plot of the movie, too. Okay. Okay. To y'all. So and maybe a little extra. There's an extra song in the soundtrack that the movie doesn't go into. It's fair. That's how I feel about my songs. Um, so do you have a favorite, like one that you rock with above all the others? Uh, Honestly, probably what's this? Just that song where Jack first sees snow and everything is just like, oh, this is something <laughs> I, new. This? this is something I can latch on to. <laughs> yes. So I was telling them about this before you had entered um, before we did the podcast. I was like, that's my favorite song. But the Fallout Boy version on the deluxe edition soundtrack. I don't think I've heard that one. It is a banger, bro. Like it's that classic, like thanks for the memories, Fallout Boy. Mm-hmm. So, um, just them doing like, what is this? I'm not gonna sing it, but you know, like it's since you know, birthday song wasn't on the album, it didn't make it. Then I had to just pick that as my second favorite. <laughs> so, what's this by Fallout Boy is mine. So, I feel you. Just different Shit. versions. All Strange. Right. Well, the opening is really good. That's a classic. Nobody's ever gonna like forget that. This is What's it called? This is Halloween. Okay, but um, I just need you to say that. I don't know. I kind of like Oogie's song. I know it's not the strongest. Uh, Kidnap the Sandy Claus. Sorry, I'm just trying. I mean, it's to pretty strong. Which... It's pretty swanky. It's got that feel really? to it. Yeah, okay, I, I just yeah, I just heard pretty people good. Didn't like it's my so much, probably so. second favorite on here. Is Oogie's song? No, I like Oogie's song. Oogie's song's got like pretty good. Yeah, this is Halloween. I feel like this is Halloween is only strong for two reasons. One, it's fucking great, and two, (laughs) um, (laughs) do it. It's so early in the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it is really integral to like introducing you to the music and the world. Like it is just an explainer song. Yeah, and it's meant to be Um, catchy too. Like I don't think the other ones are like meant to be a tune, like a jingle. But this one is like jingly. I think one that doesn't really get talked a lot about as well as making Christmas party like a rock star, which, you know, because making Christmas happens early ish on in the movie about halfway, I'd say uh, before we really make Oogie Boogie, you know, yeah. it's all of the Halloween town people coming together to make Christmas. It's kind of a filler song. It is. Honestly, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not like good. remarkable. Yeah. It's it's like telling you where we are in the movie. It's like for this. making Christmas. This song is the cameras of the Take Care album. It's on there, we promise, but not like not not <laughs> the song. Have a conniption, bro. <laughs> 
Do better, Drake. <laughs> now it's been 15 years. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord. All right. But what about you, Kels? Would you say, like, Oogie Boogie is your favorite? Like, I feel like it's got that jazz swing. Got that, not jazz swing, but it's got like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm... So in keeping with the with the weird vein, um, the time they tried that the jazz trio played jingle bells in a minor key, mm-hmm. like when when Jack showed them how to do it and it was all terrible. Uh, that's probably my favorite song. But secondarily, <laughs> you know, um, this is Halloween and, you know, Jackson uh, uh, and Oogie Boogie song. Yeah. Um, those all hit because they're like major plot like points in the movie. Yeah. Like here's big interesting you know introductions to characters and like not only is the song banging but like this is everything you need to know about like who this is yeah this is the fucking pumpkin king man hail to the pumpkin king this is oogie boogie he doesn't play fair and he's a gambling sack of candy he is bugs really really gross yeah i thought he was a sack of bugs he is a sack of bugs he's a sack of (laughs) i just just Sack of bugs, cause it's uh, Disney, Disney, Disney. Um, but yeah, no, like yeah. it's a fun experience. Um, it still doesn't make it in my top Christmas movies, just because, like, I mean, the Iron Giant is always gonna <laughs> occupy a spot for every holiday. Like, <laughs> it's also my favorite birthday movie, so that's a thing. Um, and then <laughs> Grandma got rendered by the reindeers, iconic. And then Powerpuff Girls, Twas the Fight Before Christmas, fucking iconic. Um, uh, bro, we gonna have to do Grandma got run over by a reindeer next year. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. That movie slaps, bro. That movie freaking slaps. Um, How does grandma get run over and still goes to court? Because she got nursed back to health by Santa. We'll we'll cover this next year. Drugs. Drugs are the answer. If y'all can tell what I'm talking about, just saying. Oh, yeah. We've seen our Mrs. Claus in that movie. That's all I'm saying. But, um... Yeah, so it's oh, it's Lord. it's good, but I I would not put it in my um, top ten Christmas movies. I feel like Zog would, I feel like it's be like his number one or number five uh, at least. Well, again, handful of Christmas movies I actually like. So yeah, and it, it definitely wouldn't make the top ten. Yeah, maybe top five. <laughs> yeah, um, Kells, but I like the think? I like the ooky spooky stuff. So yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with Zog. Um, you know, this is my opinion, but fuck Christmas. Um, and holidays in general, you know, that's coming from a, a background of working holidays. So I do not give a flying fuck about, you know, that it's barely time off as it is. Um, Where but no, this is certainly Christmas. I miss you. I'm going to go with Cindy Lou who you on Christmas. <laughs> so I'm going to stand outside your house in a pink tutu. Well, singing Christmas. <laughs> if only. Don't shoot me, please. If only. <laughs> no promises. Um, but no, this is this is a fun movie. It It's kind of, for me, it fun in the same way that Rise of the Guardians was. It's kind of, it's like a holiday movie, but it's holiday agnostic. You know, it's definitely like a fall winter movie. But you you don't have it doesn't have to be like pegged as a like a Christmas movie you know yeah it doesn't have to be like you have to watch this between the times of like December first and December thirty first like 
If you don't, you're a fucking heathen. Um, no, it's like, hey, here's a movie. It's about stuff that people do. And you could do it between like this time and this time, whatever you want, which I vibe with. Yeah. It's like Good World Hunting. I used to think that was a Thanksgiving movie. Then I think my sister told me there was no such thing as Thanksgiving movies. It's just a fall special. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I can watch Good World Hunting whenever the hell I want. It's Michael Jordan. And then you never watched it again. Cat, I watched it all the time. <laughs> I love that okay. movie. Cartoon Network Royalty right there. Oh, Good Wilt Hunting. Yeah. yeah. The, the, okay. Yeah. The uh, it, Foster's Home special. Yeah. I'm like, that caught me, that caught me for a second about? too. I okay, was, yeah. I was thinking, I heard it. I heard it. Thank you. Thank you, Strange. That, I, that I do enjoy Good Will Hunting as well. I've gone that, to the bench in Central Park. It was dope. Um, but Strange, last one, last words. Uh, I like it. Good point. Um, yeah. Okay. Y'all. We'll see you next time. Holy <laughs> shit. Sorry. Finish my thought. <laughs> I had to pay. Goodness. I had to pay Kells back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, I didn't grow up with it. We'll catch you next uh, week. <laughs> no. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't exactly grow up with this movie. Uh, it's more of a recent watch, but um, I enjoyed it. I like the claymation. I like the music. I like the story. I like the characters. There you go. And it made me laugh a couple times. Hardy har har. Hey. I don't watch it every year, but whenever I do, it's there. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. It, <laughs> it's there. Just like us. Well, you know where else we are? In your hearts. And on other streaming services such as Spotify, Amazon Music, um, Apple Music, YouTube Music, actual YouTube. All those good podcasters. Yes. Holy shit. Where, Kai? Where can you find us? All the podcasters. And we are a content breaker because I don't know if we said that at the beginning. Um, This is the content breaker podcast. Yes. Um, (laughs) And who are y'all? I am Kale. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) He's Kells. I'm Static. Zog's over here. All right. You can catch Kai. At Static Dreads on Twitter, <laughs> that's Static Dreads with a Z at the end because he's cool. You can that's catch right, I am. Strangely Entertaining <laughs> streaming all your stuff at Strangely Entertaining. Streaming at twitch.tv slash strangely entertaining because, of course, we've got to just constantly fucking say it. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And Mountain Time. Streaming God knows what. That's like 4 p.m. Mountain Time. I don't <laughs> know, man. I'm not a clock. I'm not a fucking clock. Next week, uh, I will check, be streaming check the ske- Pikachu. Let's go. Sorry. Check the schedule. Yes. Anyways. Next week, Zog, I know what we're talking about because time does not exist. Time is a closed circle. It's a flat circle. We're talking about this year in review. Yes, probably. Just everything. This year. Just this yes. fucking year. Yes. Holy it was pretty shit. awesome. It was. was it better than 2020? Yes. In animation. In animation, it was awesome. Nothing else about this year was great. Because I know how time works. These hosts didn't watch Fruits Baskets and they didn't listen to the time of day to talk about Fruits Baskets. We'll catch y'all next week for more content breaker. We've been exposed.
Strange Tales Drugs. Stop recording. <laughs> <laughs>